0: Welcome, everyone, to the Take It Home Podcast. I'm your host, John LaRocca. And on today's episode, I'm going to talk about NXT's Level Up. Level Up's a show that features a lot of the NXT new recruits, young athletes m- making their way up the roster. Um, it, this show, I believe it only airs on the Peacock Network. Or, excuse me, I think it might show somewhere. I mean, Hulu, I believe, because if you go on Peacock Network, it's kinda of behind a few weeks. So I believe what they do is it appears on Hulu first. I I think Hulu kinda of has the same I think it's the same deal as the 205 Live show they had on Hulu first. And it just rolled over to the uh NXT level up when 205 Live went away. And and so Peacock's kind of back a few weeks. So I kind of checked out level up, maybe a match. Maybe a half a match. I never really sat through a whole show. And these shows are pretty quick. I mean, they're only like 30 minutes long. And they actually cram three matches in. So, they're they're there's three relatively short matches. um, Again, featuring a lot of the uh, younger NXT talent. um, New recruits. New signees. uh, Getting them experience in the ring. On not only... On working in the ring on camera, in front of an audience, um, and it, it's a, it's a quick watch. So I decided, you know, uh, I think Paul Fontaine posted a match on our Fight Game Media Facebook group. But, but by the way, go check out Fight Game Media Facebook group. Great community there uh, of wrestling fans and uh, as and fight boxing fans and MMA fans and. And uh, it's a it's a lot of fun on that group. Our discussions about wrestling. And it's you know a lot of groups can be very negative, and a lot of people, you know, just really want to cause issues. And Fight Game Media Facebook group. It's it's a very welcoming community, and people have different opinions. But it's a it's it's no one's no one's attacking anyone. It's just everyone gets their, everyone gets their thoughts on something, and everyone doesn't agree. And we got some really good, lively conversations on it. So check out Fight Game Media uh, Facebook group. I'll probably be one of the people that uh, approves you on that. And join our community. We'd love to love to have you on there. And, again, so a lot of times, like, people post matches or uh, – and Paul Fontaine, he's you know, he's one of those guys that watches everything. He's a lot – especially watches everything in WWE, AEW, a lot of the mainstream stuff. And he posted a clip of uh, YouTube of – an NXT level up match. And so I watched it. I thought, you know what? it would be a good idea to uh, cover NXT level up for the Take It On Podcast. And it just so happens that match, which she posted, was on one of the shows I watch. So on this week's... So I decided to cover just two episodes because just one is only 28 minutes, 30 minutes. So, you know, for a whole hour, I uh, decided to cover two shows. The first show was from December 23rd. And the second show was from December 30th. And again, they all featured about three matches. They had a promo or two from the competitors. Um, uh, And like I said, it's an easy watch. I believe they filmed this after NXT. So you could tell in some ways the crowd's kind of tired. And actually, particularly the last episode I watched on December 30th episode I think that might've been a double taping or something like that. And so the crowd was like really, really tired by the last match. And you can see actually people kind of, all right, let's start taking off, you know, getting in our car, get hit on the road a little early. And yet you, you actually see people actually filling some seats at the performance center there. Um, and you know, it's, it's, but it's all about getting these guys and gals experience in front of the tel- in, in front of television. Now that, I, I, I like this concept. I think it's a it's a good concept. It's you know, it's kinda hidden on the Peacock network and hidden on Hulu. So, you know, they can work out what they need to work out and make the mistakes, you know, and it's it's not gonna be seen by a lot of people. So you could technically have someone that you may want to protect and debut, but you can make Give experience on television and, sh- and just throw them on level up. And a lot of people, like I said, most people won't watch this. You're like a real, real diehard. Uh, you have to watch everything WWE. Now, I do have a, I do believe that you shouldn't throw everyone on this show that's coming up. I think if you have someone that you feel is just superstar potential, um, Unless they're going to win all the time on this show, I wouldn't debut them on this show until they're you feel they're ready to debut at least on NXT. Uh, but then I got look at a guy like Batista, right? Like Batista started off, well, we went to the Power Plant, got ran off from there. Didn't like it. Went to OVW. You know, Jim Cornette gave him the Leviathan gimmick, which he personally didn't like, but it was an over gimmick in Ohio Valley. And then he gets called up to the main roster and ends up being Deacon Batista with the Reverend Devon Dudley, which, and that thing was going nowhere, right? But then he got lucky because Triple H was starting his, you know, he's trying to put together his own group and he wanted, you know, him and Ric Flair as the veterans grooming two young guys. And he handpicked Randy Orton, and Dave Batista and also Mark Jindrak, but you know they cut Mark Jindrak before they really went ahead with Evolution, and the rest is history for Dave Batista, right? And so the, you know you can, there's guys start off and find their way, you know, uh, so that can happen too. But I think every once in a while, man, if you have like a guy, like a like a Brock Lesnar, you know, you feel like you have that type of wrestler, you can really protect them. And debut really strong, but I don't know the for- formula today. It's a little different. Back when you know Brock and even Batista debuted, like with Brock, you know it was like they had OVW, and that was in the its own market. And unless you're a tape trader, you didn't really see it. So when he debuted on uh Raw, you know he made a big splash, right? Here, I mean, nowadays, like, there's a system, you know, level up NXT, then the main roster. I I don't know how many guys trying to think anyone recently just like shot to the main roster. Maybe, almost, maybe, maybe he. I think he he might have done some NXT stuff. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember him too much on NXT. We were watching on a regular basis then, um, but still, it. So it's it's most like most. 99% of the time, it's going to be NXT, Coconut Loop, Level Up, you know. And like I said, I like the idea of Level Up. Um, I think it's a better use of that their time than 205 Live. I think 205 Live was, you know, a good idea, but they just, they just m- messed up the execution of it. And eventually, it just wasn't going to really going to last. And I think maybe... They were to focus on it, but we kind of know what happens with the smaller wrestlers. I think it was better when they'd put the folk, you know, the the lighter weight guys on the NXT show instead of just putting them on 205 Live. But, anyways, level up. I like the idea, but I love to see them like use it as uh, a proving ground. I guess you could say it's now a proving ground, right? But it's still. Green talent versus green talent, right? Still, these young performance performance center stars, uh, up and comers wrestling each other, um, probably doing matches that they worked out <laughs> during the week at the performance center, or or you know, just. I would like to see them take like the story or the theme of level up is these young superstars from the WWE will be competing against WWE veteran superstars and they if they score a big win you know they can move up to the main NXT show uh maybe they maybe they have to score multiple wins or maybe, have to, you know, maybe they have to you know prove themselves you know like so the level up and you can get guys and gals, the the veteran roster members that aren't really featured currently on Raw or SmackDown. Or maybe you just find veterans, that good quality veteran workers that you trust, that can get in the ring with these young kids and teach them something. And you might not have any aspirations for this, these veteran workers to be on the main roster, but that's their job is... You know to work with these young performance centering stars, like for example, Oni Larkin, who's a coach there in the in the, at the performance center. Like he should be one of these these guys you have to get through, right, on the level up show. Uh, uh you know, all right, my good buddy uh, Promise Thomas, you know, who has you know experience in the WWE and twenty years of wrestling experience, been all the world. Like a, a guy like that, you know, that can go in there and work with young talent and help them and guide them and teach them something. And that, cause that's my concern is like, I know they have their, you know, they, they do their matches and during the week at performance center, you know, they get together and they, and they critique their matches and they study their matches and you know, you're, you're getting good critiques from, you know, guys like Shawn Michaels and, uh, Terry Taylor, Norman Smiley, uh, you know, there's a, a Oni Lorkin. There's a list of guys that are you know breaking down these matches, and that's great. But it's what about like getting in there in front of an audience and listening and following direction from a veteran worker, like an Oni Lorkin or a a, a Danny Birch or you know a wrestler like that that can really guide these these young athletes. Um. An Natalia, if she's not featured right now, I don't know if she's hurt or what. But she's say she's not hurt and she's not. They have they don't have her figured in on the main roster stuff. Like, hey, she can go on level up and she's wrestling the Thea Hales, the Tatum Paxleys, the, the Sol Rukas of the world, and then and you build it up to where like yeah, the the, the young athletes are are they're, they're suffering losses. But they're they're you kind of tell a story that they get closer and closer and closer to getting that big win and and then when they do it's it's a big deal and if if it was me and I was using this formula I would like if say say Sol Ruka beats Natalia right like show that on NXT. Doesn't need to take a lot of your TV time to kind of show a little forty-five seconds, thirty-second spot of like, hey, I level up this this past week, a major, a major win, Vice Solruka over Natalia Nyhart. Boom! And then you show her, you know, beating her, and oh my god, wow, no, wow, and then you maybe go to a promo with Sol Ruka and it's like, you know, wow, what a win! Oh my god, it's amazing. I, I you know, I was been working hard. You Know, I was getting closer and closer, and I finally did it. And I find, and, and now she's now I'm here on now I got accepted to this to the main roster here in NXT. And you know, I'm gonna work my way up this roster and win the championship, etc. You know, like something like that, right? I don't know, I just really it's just a really interesting show, and I, I just want to. And there's a lot of good young talent on this show, like yeah, a, lot, a lot of people. I don't understand the, the criticism of the Performance Center, but a lot of people do criticize. I mean, how can you criticize the Performance Center? You know, you're getting really good training from a lot of people that have been there, done that, and made a lot of money, drew a lot of money. Um, you know, the last few years were rough because of the pandemic and, you no know, coconut loops, and that really hurt uh, the talent a lot and set a lot of talent back. Um, I also think the whole 2.0 craziness hurt a lot of the young athletes because they were forced to get thrusted onto the main show and, and that we weren't there. weren't there, They weren't ready for that. You know, that spot, the Zion Quins, for example, or Electro Lopez, um, you know, like a level up will be a good, a good place for them. But I think it'd be a good place if they're working veteran, talent right and maybe you know maybe it, you help get more eyes on the the show that's airs on peacock you know maybe hey i'm gonna check out because so and so natalia is wrestling so and so i i you know, maybe a fan of natalia let's go check her out on there no, it's an it's interesting interesting thing to look about look at for the future of this show um so i i kind of want to keep tuning into uh NXT level up because I love watching young talent um, grow in the wrestling business. It's, it's been uh, one of my passions to, uh, you know, when I was booking on the indies and, you know, trying to find people in my area, workers from other promotions that I could bring in. Um, uh, also down south. Um, any, you know, just to kind of see that I always like looking for the future because, you know, to to help your territory or help your show, you need fresh talent. Um, uh, and so it's always, I've always had a passion for that. In, you know, and I think what they're doing with the, you know, with the, with their signings, you know, a lot of people are like, oh man, they're only signing these football players and weightlifters. And, and I get it. Like I get, you know, you're going to get, getting a lot of people that don't make it, but you're going to get a one or two of those stars that do. And then they're going to make you big money. Look at, I mean, shoot, look at, you know, a lot of people could have passed on Batista, right? You know, a lot of, there's a lot of people, um, You know, Roman Reigns, I know he had the family connection, but, you know, he wasn't on the indies and doing stuff. You know, he now look at him, the biggest star in wrestling right now, right? So, so let's get into these shows, NXT Level Up. And, like I said, they're about 30 minutes long, easy watch, three matches. Uh, The commentary team is uh, Sudu Shaw and Byron Saxton. Um, okay team um I, Byron's not bad I think Byron's always get he, he his role being the the, the butt of the jokes has really kind of hurt him um because when I when I see him on my screen I just think about that I think of that right away because it's been so, so it was so long of that right he's um Sudusha, he's okay um not doesn't stand out to me does a good job for this show um but i you know he, he's okay so the commentary is fine it's not like i said it's not it's not bad and Byron saxon is actually not a guy being the butt of the jokes here so you know and they do a good job of talk about the backgrounds of people and um you know it's a very professional broadcast for sure and the first match on this show this was on uh, december 23rd was charlie dempsey who is uh, Steven Regal's son versus Miles Bourne. And Miles Bourne is, he's deaf. Um, and a very inspirational story. He's an amateur wrestler. Uh, had, a, was born with, a, uh, uh, I believe, an issue where the oxygen is not getting your lungs and it can be fixed. But with part of the side effects of it is the loss of hearing. So, you know, growing up, he had to learn to uh he learned to read uh read people's lips at a very young age and he started wrestling as he got older and you know he was allowed to wear uh uh you know he had you know before i guess they weren't allowed to wear earpieces but then he was able to wear them and and he was just a focused athlete and he was a a really good amateur wrestler and he was signed to wwe and in uh, 2020, uh, I believe 2022, and um, to see him out there already is is pretty impressive. Uh, Charlie Dempsey Regal's kid is is fantastic. Man, he's really coming to his own. I love his work. He's so unique and different. Uh, uh, different than his dad, really. You know, he's dad more of a showman, I think, with stuff and had like the, the funny facial expressions. This, Charlie Dempsey is kind of like uh uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't believe Billy Robinson. My gosh, how can I figure his name? Billy Robinson. It's kind of who he, kind of who he reminds me of—a young Billy Robinson, just a tense, badass shooter. Everything he does, when he grabs a hold, he grabs an ankle, and he gives an extra twist, and everything he does looks punishing. Um, he's a he's a true talent, true talent. Miles Born, I, 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 you know, I knew what I was expecting from this. Good look. Good base, uh, very green, very hesitant, um, timing off a little bit here and there. Um, I don't know if I see superstar potential or off the bat, but um, he's still very young. and still going to grow, so um, I love his story, and I'm I'm definitely rooting for this kid uh, big time, and... So far, I was impressed. I mean, Charles Dempsey already knew because I, I watched him on NXT UK. And then when NXT UK was dissolved and he came over here and um, I know he's been featured on the NXT show here and there, but yeah, he's Chempsey's going to be a star in my opinion. He, he just, he's amazing. So this was a fun showcase for him. Next up was a promo with Danny Palmer. And very scripted promo she did and the smiley young wrestler excited you know either yada yada you've seen these many times and on NXT before she's a former gymnast and she's facing sol ruka who um you know the surfer uh volleyball player i believe she was if i remember correctly um super athlete these both of these women are super athlete and they go in there and have this match it was a lot i dug this match a lot it was a lot of high flying but a lot of like quick spots but both these women are such great athletes like it's just so smooth and didn't look it didn't look well times even look choreographed just look like oh man these girls are just so freakish athlete that they're just kind of standing out and doing their best to avoid stuff and danny palmer man she, i liked her aggressiveness in there um I, I she she had that she had the look that she wanted to win the match so ruka she's you know she comes out and she kind of has like hey dude you know like surfer vibe of course and it kind of reminds me of jungle boy in AEW, Jack Perry, who's I've known i known for, for a very long time, worked for a very long time APW. And he just has so much charisma. People, you know, like just oozing out of him, but he just needs to bring the fire out, right? To, but the fans just love him. So I get that same vibe from Soul Ruka. She comes out, and I just want her to be like fired up because these this crowd likes her. Um, as I watch from home, I want to root for her. Uh, but I was impressed with her at with, and and Danny Palmer because as they grab it on the holds, he, again they're 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 grimacing and 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 looking like they're trying to do damage, you know. And I really really liked that, and it showed me a lot. And of course, a lot of people talking about Sol Ruka's you know finisher she did. It's like an up and over. But she does like a flip into a cutter. And this thing was perfectly timed. It's kind of a funky move. It looks cool. But it's kind of like a video game-ish kind of move. Whatever. But it... You know, the internet went crazy over it. And I think part of what made this move look so damn cool was that Danny Palmer's timing of it was was great. And when she took the move. So... But, I mean, XT... The crop of young women coming up is, is pretty impressive. You got Roxanne Perez, you got uh, Sol Ruka, Denny Palmer, uh, you got uh, 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 Tatum Paxley, uh, Thea Hale, um, uh, Ivy Nile. Like, there's some good potential there. there. A lot of them are young and green, but the next level in a few years, phew, it's going to be pretty good, I think. The main event was uh, Hank Walker and Trick Williams. Hank Walker was the... He's a security guard in XT. and was kind of getting shoved around. And finally, he stepped up and wrestled. He's supposed to be kind of like a good old boy. He wrestles in jeans and a button-up shirt. And comes out. And he's kind of the smiling good old boy, right? Um, and he wrestled Trick Williams, who's uh, the cohort of Carmelo Hayes. And... First, on Hank Miller, I understand, like, on the coconut loops, like, people love him. Like, he is extremely low over on his coconut loops from the reports I've been seeing and, and uh, the feedback I've been getting from people at these shows. Um, and I just, I haven't seen it yet. I'm Maybe it's the, I don't mind the blue jeans and the, and the, and the. The boots look to him. Maybe you know, shirt off, the button-up shirt. I know that Trick Williams ended up taking it off and chopping him here in this match, and you know, he's you know has a lot. You know, he lost a lot of weight and he looks good, but there's you know some some hanging skin back, kind of, you know, and there's like a big. It looked like a big scar, like he had a major surgery on his abdomen there, but I. I don't mind that he looks different. I like that. I don't want everyone to be this super jacked up person. You know, I, it's okay for people to have different looks. It just looks awkward. He's in the shirt. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mind if like he's wearing like a tank top or the overalls. Look, uh, kind of going back to the old Henry Godwin in the in the WWE. Um, you know that, and I, and like, like right, he's just a country tough guy, but. I don't know. I can't. I'm, trying, I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for another, another level to his character. You know, so we'll we'll see what's next. But he's still young. He's still figuring it out. He's still, you know, I believe he was a football player. Um, some stuff I thought he did really well. I didn't. I didn't like the way he threw his clotheslines. It looked kind of eh, and looked kind of weird to me. But he has potential. Trick Williams. I'll tell you. Trick. When NXT 2.0 started and he was one of the guys that was featured early on and you could tell why they, they love this guy. He's tall, jacked, um, can talk. But man, he was when he got in the ring, it was just you know, you just kind of say the sign of the cross and hope for the best because he was so green and still very green but i will say he has improved greatly here um and as much as i was kind of like nervous about his in-ring i just love his partnership with carmel hayes they are so great together i hope they don't break these guys up for a very 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 long time Carmelo Hayes, when he eventually moves up to the main roster, I think you take that package of uh, of Trick Williams with him, his hype man, because he's he's great and they're great together. Um, and I was pretty impressed with uh, Trick Williams here, and I could see the see the improvement. So, and uh, he won the match with his uh, with his finisher and. His timing looked a lot better than like I said I I saw him. Usually he's mostly on the outside within Carmelo's matches, a second or sometimes he'll do some tag matches on NXT. But you could tell like he's put the work in and that's cool and I that impresses me. So really happy to see that because like this like when he comes out, man, like I said, he looks like a million bucks and he has star potential. It's just figuring out the in-ring stuff and it's gonna take a little little bit of time but he's on the right path in my opinion so that's my first full show of NXT Level Up and I was like you know that was a lot of fun and I wanna watch more and I did so the next episode I watched was the December 30th show and you know three matches again there was a promo um, one promo and you know like I said a quick watch the first match was uh, a women's match, Thea Hale versus Amari Miller. I freaking love Thea Hale. This girl is such a ball of energy. She has just charisma, just oozing off her. Um, you just want to root for this girl. You, she's so out there. She's so energetic. You just, you want us to get behind her. Um, she's smaller, but she's. Unlike um, Alexa Bliss, who just looks like the wind would blow her down if it just if it blew just you know halfway hard enough, like the hell though she's short, she's you know has some muscle to her, uh, she's a tremendous athlete, and you know I'm, of course I'm gonna probably repeat that many times because you know WWE's recruiting these great athletes, and of course she's done some stuff on the Indies. She's so very young; I think she's only 20 years old. Um. But she is so way ahead of Amari Miller here in this match, right? From her experience on the Indies and the training that she received before the Performance Center, um, and she's doing the, the Chase U stuffs great. Uh, she had a lot to that act when they put her with Chase U. Um, taking her away from that gimmick, eventually, is not going to hurt her at all. Uh she's gonna thrive and she's gonna be a big star in my opinion i think and she's gonna be a a fan favorite i can't imagine her being heel i don't i don't want to i don't want her to see that happen i think she's just one of those baby faces that a lot of fans get behind a lot of kids can get behind a lot of young girls can get behind amari miller's kind of you know just there i know i think she did some indies before maybe i don't know if she was trained by booker t's school or something like that but i forget where she was from but she comes out and bubbles come down and bubbles all over the building and my kids will. She's probably be my kid's favorite wrestler, <laughs> you know. If they were at the show and bubbles came down, they'd be like going crazy, right? But that's all she has. It's just she's she has bubbles because she has a bubbly personality. Like I don't know. Um, I I've we seen her a few times before. I know she did stuff on. On NXT brand and and I remember she had that really God, I think she suffered a concussion or some injury scary injury but I'm glad she she's back in the ring but just like as someone I want like future star right now I don't see it I think she's fine doing jobs but but that's about it I wasn't really impressed and it's hard to stand out I guess when you're working Thea Hill who's just like I said this ball of energy uh, but. Yeah, it, it's uh, I don't know. I hope Mario Miller just one day just proves me wrong and 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 becomes a star. But I, I just I just don't see it right now. The next match was the match that Paul Fontaine posted on our Facebook group, and it was about it was about not the full match. It was like a highlight for him on YouTube, right? And he was like, "Oh, I see potential all four of these guys." And so I watched it and, and I saw the same, you know, in these guys as well. And it's a match between Bronco Nima and Lucian Price versus Bryson Montana and Obi Femi. <laughs> Oba oh sorry, Oba. Oba Femi. All these guys are just big dudes, man. Monsters, dude. Just just look like they're like power plant guys from the WCW days where they're just, you know. Producing these big old jacked up dudes, right? Um, these guys all stood out as great potential, and in order, I think of you know top to bottom of these four, I would put Bronco Nima one, Oba Femi two, Lucian Price three, and then Bryson Montana third. But the one that really really stuck out to me was was Bronco Nima, just had that intensity, had some cockiness attitude uh looked really confident out there uh comfortable out there, great look uh but I god, please get him out of these camouflage pants and and a tank top like you why you why you you cover up this dude, you know what I mean like he looks like a monster. And I had that – I kind of had the Batista vibes from this guy, like that potential. Um, and I don't – you know, of course, it all depends. These all, all these people, these athletes that they sign from football, uh, amateur wrestling, you know, diving, wherever it is, you know, yes, they're athletes and they're continuing on their athletic journey and getting paid for that athletic abilities as wrestlers. But I believe in my heart to really, really, really make it, you got to fall in love for pro wrestling business, right? Um, That will take you to, in my my opinion, the next level, right? Um, Even though they say Brock never loved the wrestling business. I think he loved the wrestling business, and he loved it for what it was. It can make him money, so he needs to be a, he needed to be a star. He needed to be a good worker. He needed to do all the things he did to become a big star. And that's what I mean. Like, you know, a Bronco Nima just can't sit back and think, well, because I look like a million dollars, they're just going to hand me everything. He's going to have to do the work. And he's going to have to, like, you know, want to do the work and study and be better and, pick the brains of the veterans and you know all that stuff to you know put the time in and and work with better people to get better and you know that's what you know i want to see and he's i just feel like man this guy has again big time star potential i would totally change his look um the hair eh, is interesting but you know I don't mind it. I just I gotta get him out of those those, those camouflage pants and and take the shirt off him. Mean, you need to get him ties. You know, he needs a look. He needs to stand. He needs to stand out more that way. He just you know he just he just ah, I don't understand why his gear is the way it is. But um, Lucian Price has some potential um, as well. Uh, some charisma out there. I thought. Bryson Montana was the the weakest one I thought in my opinion of you know he's a bodybuilder powerlifter, but when it came to like other than that he didn't really stand out to me you know, but he's a big dude and has a good look we'll, you know we'll see what we can see you know, from him in the future but Obi oh I want to say Obi Obafemi, you know a big football player massive dude. Um Had some fire, had some, had some charisma. Great look. He's just a big dude, like looking reminds me Mark Henry, just big old guy. Um, but I would take away the Femi last name and just call him Oba, Oba, Oba. Like it's just Oba, you know. Obas, you know. Just that's what I would do. Just take away, just Oba. Uh, I think that would just be a name that gets over. You know, if you know, I think I think he had a ton of potential. I would like, I love this guy, but Bronco Nima is the guy. that's like, man, of all these two shows I'm watching, and, and I like Charlie Dempsey. He's a tremendous talent, definitely. But you know, there's these guys that you just there's there's something to them and then Bronco Nima, in my opinion, has that. The main event was Aura uh, Menza, the former Oliver Carter in NXT UK versus Big Body Javi. Big Body Javi, of course we've seen many times on NXT and he's a charismatic guy, decent promo. He, I don't get the name Big Body Javi cuz he doesn't have the biggest body, but now I guess as a heel me trying he's going trying to get heat off that. It just he's okay. He's fine. Um he's a similar character as Grayson Waller, that cocky, good-looking guy. But when you have Grayson Waller there and him, it's like it's hard for body. How do you get over when Grayson Waller is doing this 10 times better? Right. The gimmick. Um, I think he's fine. I think he's a good guy for enhancement talent. I just haven't seen. I don't see. They give him a lot of time. I don't see what they see yet. Um, I'd like to see that, you know, him. Doesn't, you know, work on that body, you know, get tight enough, get a little, you know, bigger, you know. Oramensa, not a fan of the name. Like <laughs> it's hard a hard name to say. And I don't know if he's really connecting yet here in NXT. Great athlete. I I like I loved all the carving NXT UK. Him and uh uh, uh was it Stephen Smith as a tag team were were very good babyface tag team. And, and, but, you know, when the NXT UK was dissolved and, you know, Oliver the Cars a the young guy, you know, was able to move and take a chance and come out and, and they like him. They put him in some spots. He's a great, he, like I say, he's really good. Uh, good look. I just, I don't like name. I think the name's going to hurt him because I just this doesn't. Ora Menza doesn't, like, sound great on the marquee. Oliver Carter's a good name, but I know that's his real name, so they can't use that. But could you get something more, like, easier to say? You can have an Oba, you know, but you can't have an Oro Menza. It just, it's just some of these names get funky in it. And I'll tell you a funny story about the funky names that, that you know, the NXT come up with or management or even a lot of, this, a lot of times, like, I kind of find it funny. A lot of these wrestlers have a say, you know, with their name. At least they a say when it comes to like submitting ideas. Um, a lot of people think, oh, they just give you a name and that's it. Eh, maybe that's the case for some people. I'm not saying it never ever never ever happens. I'm sure it does. But I know a lot of cases people submitted names. They submitted like a group of names, you know, like five or six names and 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 those things were picked right um or amenza i you know I, didn't, I don't know i don't know how that's a family name or what but it just to me it just doesn't stand out but <laughs> when I, I would always hear like all these people's like you know all these people on the internet and twitter or whatever make fun of the nxt names all the time right and then this past year my son hunter um did T ball for the very first time, and and you know when you got selected on a team, and you know we there's a, you know there's an app, and you go on the app, and you, we saw the teammates, and and there's like there's like it felt like an NXT roster of names. So like a lot of people make fun of the names that are going on in NXT, but in reality, like. A lot of the names are selecting our kind of names that are kind of in, right? And it's just, uh, there's like, like, like we had a Grayson, uh, uh, a Chiron, you know, <laughs> and uh, uh, God, who, who else is on that team? There's some Josephs, and, a, and uh, and uh, uh, we had a Nico, we had a Jax, a Jax, we had like, you know, like it was just like, I felt like didn't see roster or names and I'm like, well, this is, no, these are the new names that people are selecting now. So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I know. Well, whatever happened to like a name, like a Jim Brunzel or a Greg Gagne or, you know, you know, stuff like that. But like now we got Aura menses and Lucian <laughs> Knights or whatever. It's, 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 I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's interesting. But, uh, but, yeah, I just thought it funny when my son was on, his, on his, uh, his, uh, his T-ball team. It's like, oh, shit. You know, these are all names that uh, people make fun of on Twitter about for wrestlers. And here they are, these little young young boys with these future future NXT superstars potentially here in this T-ball field. Have the names of Grayson and Kyron and Jax and Nico and... Uh, uh, God, I've, I've tried to remember everyone else on the team. It's, yeah, but it's just, it just was funny to me. So, but yeah, that was my experience in NXT Level Up. It was a fun, quick watch, and um, I enjoyed it. I, I'm going to try to make it a point to check out new episodes that show up on the Peacock and just, you know, check out the talent and and uh, see how they progress. But I'd like to see, you know, a mixture of some veteran talent popping in on a level up and working with these, some, these young kids, you know, and, and I just think it's just going to, you know, help them accelerate their training and, and, um, and get better quicker because you only get better by working with better people and people that are going to, you know, guide you and out there you got, you know, you got, People out there just doing stuff, and they don't know, you know. <laughs> so that's hard to learn from the other person to heal because the he she doesn't know either. So that's what I want to see me in the future. You know, what do you think? Of my idea? Do you think it's a good idea to have like, you know, the performance center young stars versus established stars, and uh, you make it a big deal when they do eventually beat the established star, and 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 you know, you know do you think that's a good concept, or do you like this concept now that you are doing NXT young? young stars versus each other um getting ring time in or you know or or which you know that's if you think it's the way they stay let me know i'd love to hear it uh thanks for all for checking out take it home podcast Um uh, you can follow me at twitter at la jl um i post pretty often on there kind of Today I made fun of a wrestling move. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little heat on me for I don't know these I, I upset the nerds today. But uh, uh, there's a move a guy did this unbelievable freaking dive. He's like on one corner and he starts running on the rope, then jumps to the second other side of the rope and just does this big old flip, and it's fucking amazing. Acrobatic move, but the whole time there's two guys on the floor waiting for this guy. To, I can tippy toe his way across the across the top rope to stop, jump up, hit the other rope to do a flip, and all I could think was like, why those two guys sit there holding each other's arms and waiting for this guy? What they just let? Well, they just move, you know. Logic people. And people are like, well, what about the Irish whip? And what about the punches that don't leave marks in their faces? Listen, folks. An Irish whip. You could believe it if you work it. And you know what? If you've been in the ring and you got some big dude <laughs> grabbing you and throwing you into the ropes... You might not be as graceful as you're working it, but if a big guy like Roman Reigns grabbed you, threw you in the ropes, you're probably bouncing back when you hit the other rope. Right? A punch, making punches look good. They can punch, you can believe a punch when it's done correctly. Nowadays, guys don't even fucking punch, they throw the shitty forearms, they look like shit. And no one believes it. So I know I'm taking the piss out of your, your guy doing a nice little cute flip, but let me tell you, I like high flying moves. I like dives. I just want them to mean something and look like, and look, I want them to look like it doesn't take cooperation to do it. You know, I'm just saying, those two dudes who are waiting for the other guy to tippy-toe his ass or cross the fucking top rope to springboard to the next rope to do a flip. I'm just saying, can't you sell for a while and then when it gets closer, then you start selling up? So it doesn't look like you've just been sitting there holding your dicks waiting for him to jump on you? That's all I'm saying. Do some work. Don't be fucking lazy. Make it look logical because yes the the geeky wrestling fan who just wants to see the flip are just gonna like the flip. And and that's great if you're appealing to one little small section of the audience, but if you're gonna do the move to a, a national basis, you want the person to be like, Oh man, amazing. Not because anyone with logical thinking like I would have would say, like, why did that guy move? Right? And I'm not talking about my dad or my father in law who'd watch it and definitely would say that. I'm talking to any other person who's not a wrestling fan that stumbles across it and be like, that doesn't look stupid. Ah, wrestling's dumb. Click, go next thing. No. You want them to, you know, it's just in your, it's, if you have, if, okay. If a guy's doing a dive and you see a guy just sitting there waiting, it takes you out of the suspension of disbelief, right? Because now you're just saying like, why did that guy move? That's all you're thinking about, not the oh wow, that was great, you know, four sixty five he just did. You're thinking like, well, why did he move? Because you're thinking because as your suspension is, if the works good enough, you're you're falling into your suspension of disbelief, like you're watching a great action movie. You know, it's a fake. You know, you're sitting. You know, it's not as real, but you're just in it you're into what they're 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 making you believe and you do little things like that that will you know you just seen you by taking a shortcut by just staying there and waiting because you feel like no one's be looking at me cuz I'm the one jumping on top rope let well, me tell you people are looking at you and they're going to call bullshit on it so that's my rant on the take it own podcast uh you know just be logical you know do good work um that's all I ask, right? Hey, everyone have a great weekend. Take care. This has been fun. Good night everyone.